This is Ray Mendez, and you're listening to the Blunt Instruments Podcast. going on pal how you feeling i'm good man how are you uh, it's been a minute hasn't it yeah yeah i mean we talk all the time but it's been a minute since we've recorded yeah i feel recharged that, that's what i'm gonna go with i do I feel too. recharged i do too i do too movies coming out we got mr ray mendez back with us today hey how guys doing, ray? good man i'm i'm uh, excited to be back thank you for having me yeah, I'm glad you're back. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun with Mr. Ray Mendez today. So what we're gonna do is Ray is a watch guy. He is very knowledgeable with a lot of things. I've gotten to know him over the past few months. He's a very very smart individual. But we're gonna test his bond skills. So this is gonna be kind of fun. People driving in the car or on a run or whatever it is that you do when you listen. We're going to do a little trivia. So I've got 50 questions here for Mr. Ray Mendez. I'm Ray so screwed. Mendez. And uh, so we're going to ask these questions. We're going to have a little fun. So what we'll do, Lorenzo, is I'll ask these questions to Ray. We'll let him answer. And then before, uh, you know, we can, you and I can kind of be like, yeah, yeah, no, we're agree. And then we'll be like, all right, well, if that's what you think, sure. But it's really this. And then we'll give the answer. Is that your final answer? <laughs> I'm going to channel my inner Jake today. Shout out, Jake. We miss you. Oh, oh man. Speaking of which, a massive congratulations to Jake. He and his wife had their baby boy. Oh, nice. Congratulations, nice. my mate. Now you, uh, you're about like, I don't know, a week away from not having an excuse. So we'll see you soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Look, I yeah, no, I'm saying this is as far is... as I'm concerned. When his maternity leave is done or paternity leave for a gentleman, he's back on that paternity leave applies to the podcast just like it does to your job to everything. I, I will say on. this, my friend, as probably as the only person on this podcast who has a child. Um, when did Jake have his kid? Uh, I think his baby's about a week old. Oh, yeah. So you're definitely not seeing Jake for like another good two months because that yeah, guy I, probably won't sleep for another two months. Yeah. So when I don't care, I don't care. I don't care. When I finished up my uh, my latest YouTube video and I was so giddy to show people, Ray, you were one of the people I reached out to. Uh, <laughs> I messaged Jake. I was like, what are the chances you're awake right now? It was like 4 a.m. his time. And he's like, actually, I am. I'm feeding the baby. I was like, I'm FaceTiming. I don't give a shit if I wake the kid up. 
If he's half asleep, I don't care. You got to watch this. But anyways, are you ready to start? Are you ready to see just how much of a Bond fan you are? And if you can hang with two Bond fans who are literally wearing matching fucking shirts. You just had to tell them, didn't you? I know, man. (laughs) For those who can't see, which is all of you, they're wearing Bond bro Henleys matching. It's weird. I want to just confirm that I was the one wearing it first. (laughs) Yes, that's right. And now I'm the Bond, one wearing, baby Bond bro wearing a better. Baby Bond bro Luke may be wearing a better. No, to be honest with you, yours even fits better, too. Mine's a little big. But whatever. Let's do it. Are you ready for question one, Ray? I, You know, I, I think so. I mean, the casual Bond fan in me says yes, um, but I'm out of my element. So let's see what we do. Let's see how well we do. Question number one. What was the original title of License to Kill? Was it A? Death leaves an echo. B, license revoked. C, license renewed. Or D, Rosico. Lorenzo, do you know this one? Yes, I do. I do as well. A sounds really good. So I'm going to go with A. Final answer? Eh. That's wrong. That is okay. incorrect. <laughs> Would it be Rosico? I don't know. It's just like license weird... revoked. B. Oh, that's not even cool. License revoked. That's, well, that's why, why I didn't make it. it. I mean, <laughs> I, obviously, it. yeah, but it's just like that's yeah. just not even not even a cool one. Buddy, well, you were we're not already one. Yeah, we're not off to a good start. So let's, let's see. Move on sidebar. Two, yeah. Sidebar. Uh, I'm sure I just annoyed everyone with that noise, so I apologize. Yeah. It's no, I don't. Adam, I can add him in there. <laughs> no, it's fine. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 0 for one, man. Bad. Bad and zero. Here's number not two. The phrase, this never happened to the other fella, refers to whom? George Lazenby, Telly Savalas, Roger Moore, or Sean Connery? Okay, for clarification, who is Telly Savalas so I know? He is an actor in the films, but he doesn't play Bond. What would be his, his like title in the film? Like, if he was in a movie, what would it be? Is it like Q or, I mean, I know. Okay. Is I'll he a main a character? Hint. I'll give you a hint. That's not the answer. I'll give you. A hint. I mean, I, okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> we can bypass well, well, about. Yeah, he's he, he's uh, he's definitely a villain. Okay, okay. Well, then that's irrelevant then. Um, Think about who would have said this. This never happened to the other fella. Who would have said this? My gut's going to be Lazenby. That is correct. Oh. That, no, that, that, that's not the question. Oh, who is he the saying it is, to? Who is he referring to? Oh, when he oh, says it? oh, oh, so, oh. You are right with it being Lazenby, but who is he referring to? Oh, then I know. <laughs> what I, were the other I, two options again? I'm sorry. Roger that was confusing. Sean Connery. That was confusing, by the way. <laughs> More, I would have to say, maybe. Guy. <laughs> it's Sean no. Connery. It's, yeah. Sean, it's Sean Connery because uh, this is his first movie and his only movie. So yeah. this never happened to other fellow. He's referring to, it's kind of a dig at uh, Sean Connery. Because yeah, he was but, Bond before. That's but like wasn't but wasn't more between the two. No, more comes after. So so it's Sean Connery, George Lazenby, then back to Connery for Diamonds Are Forever, then Roger Moore and Living Will Not Die. Oh, okay, okay. I was. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of weird how it I was always out. under the impression it was it was Connery more then Lazenby then back to Connery. Okay, so I missed that part. All right. Well, that makes complete sense as to why I'm completely way off base. Your Bond your Bond fans are already just like this is not going well. They've changed the channel already. Oh, they've already changed the channel. Question number to, three. 
give me something. I gotta, I gotta. You need get a modern there. question. You need a this era question. Which? <laughs> well, I, we're not there yet. Which okay. title did Ian Fleming originally consider for Moonraker? My enemy's enemy. Nightfire. The end is near. Or Mondays are hell. I'm not again, sure on this. One again, I'm just gonna have to go with what sounds cool. I'm gonna say Nightfire. Fortunately, that is also incorrect. It is <laughs> actually right. Monday. That's the one hell. I was <laughs> like, why? I just I, oh who, man. Who yeah. sat down and penned a script and like this is the this is the this is the one? Mondays he may have wrote it on a Monday. Other title options included Hell is Here and The Infernal Machine. This podcast is already hell, so yeah. yeah. RIP to my credibility. Welcome to hell, Mendez. <laughs> this is another yeah, no, this is another no, no joke. No <laughs> joke. I'm already failing hard. I'm skipping this one. Whose name? All right, this one is somewhere on number four. You know what? I'm not going to skip it because it's going to throw me all off. The real life son of Pedro Armanderas. <laughs> Who starred in From Russia with Love appeared in which film? License to Kill, From Russia with Love, The Living Daylights, or Goldfinger? So let's let's just, you know, I'm gonna. It's it's gonna be the living. It's gonna be either License to Kill or Living Daylights. Because if it was the son of somebody, you're looking at the right time frame. But now it's yep. a 50 50 shot. I'll help you narrow it down. With I don't personally know the answer, but judging by Pedro's name. I would assume it's license to kill. I agree with that. Okay. Did you just tell me the answer? License I don't know. To kill? I don't know the answer. I'm just saying because license to kill has all the cartel stuff. So yeah. with a Hispanic name, I mean, living daylights is mostly European. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with that. So that's correct. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we did it. half credit on that one or we did it. yeah it's, it's still basically like a zero credit i mean come on like i didn't i didn't get the answer right i was kind of led no we'll give it to, to the you. answer we'll give it we'll to, give it to you. you're on the board you're just under pressure here number five whose name was misspelled in the opening credits of from russia with love sean connery martine beswick lottie lena or pedro Armandaris, who we just spoke of. I'm going to go with number two. Martine? I think it's number three. Well, he was right. It's Martine. He's got two, folks. There you go. He's got two. We're moving and grooving now. Yeah, these questions are a little difficult, but they're they're they're, they're kind of hard. I mean, this is this is really like I think they'll you know, get easier. This, as we move on. this is these are really like in in depth questions, especially and, and it's hard for me because like I've you know I've seen a lot of the older films, but I've never like watched them multiple 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 times. So it's yeah, I'm kind of shooting blanks here. So that's okay. You're actually not doing that bad. Two out of five, not that bad. Forty percent. Passing number six, it's not. Yeah, well, he's got <laughs> nothing but time. Your Bond fans are roasting me right now. They're like, "Who is this sad?" <laughs> Which Bond film was originally intended as a prequel before the idea was discarded? Living Daylights, mm-hmm. Live and Let Die, Golden Eye, or For Your Eyes Only? Wait, what was the third one? Golden Eye. No, wait, same again. Just same again. I Living missed Daylights, one. Live and Let mm-hmm. Die. Golden eye, or for your eyes only. I think it's for your eyes only. <laughs> I, 
We need an answer. So, the, so for me, blank it's, space. It, I know, I know, I know. For me, it's kind of, it's kind I'm of. I'm between. A, I'll be honest. I'm between two of them. It, it's which, for which me. Two? It's kind of a weird thing. Cause it's like you only live twice, and for your eyes only. Those are the two I'm between. I just can't remember which one of those. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna guess. I'm just gonna say the Living Daylights. That's correct, Lorenzo. Both of yous were wrong. The Living Daylights <laughs> is correct. Ray. Okay. Is moving and right. grooving. All right. Oh, yeah. And, and the, only, the only reason why I thought that is because wasn't Living Daylights the first Dalton film? So, yes. like, that would kind of be the reboot of the franchise, much like GoldenEye was the reboot for the Bond franchise in the 90s. So that would that was yeah. the only reason why I thought that. I'll be so, the first to admit, I don't know shit about the books. So <laughs> I don't either. So, so it says here it even included me. an ending depicting, depicting M handing Bond a file on Dr. No. Living Daylights was meant to restore Bond back to his roots even ending with M handing Bond a file on Dr. No, it says. Interesting. Kind of Casino yeah. Royale-ish. Yeah. Number seven. This one might be a little bit easier. We'll see. How many times did Bernard Lee portray M in the official series? 9, 10, 11, or 12? <laughs> okay, this is not easy. Um, it might be easy for you guys because you've seen all the all the films films more than I have. I mean, it's not something I know off the top of my head, but I think if I if I sat and I'm gonna guess it, ten. Think. Ten? Yeah. Lorenzo? I'm gonna say eleven. 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 Oh, nice. Times. Nice. Good job. Not too shabby. I wasn't too far off with the one. I mean, you wouldn't have been too far off with any of the answers. <laughs> no, no. That's hey, why it's know, comical. Was... They didn't put like five, 25. <laughs> striking was distance. not 25. I know that. I know that much. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. What is Q's real name in Never Say Never Again? I know. Is it A, Boothroyd, B, Miles, C, Algernon, D, he doesn't have one. I've actually never seen Never Say Never Again. I really so, haven't either. I can't. Really I mean, know. I know it's kind of like a Connery reboot of Thunderball, but um, it's interesting. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, but it wasn't ever like. I mean, it's weird that they threw in like a non-Eon film. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's like a part of the universe. So to me, it's like like a Bond film, but it. It, it's weird. It has a feel to it that's different than the Eon one. So I don't know. Everyone says it's part of it. I don't count it. I, I don't know. I mean, a lot, a, lot, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't think it's actual canon, right? Because it's not part of the Eon, the Eon production okay. variation. So let's ask you this si- sidebar. Okay. What, what's your opinion on it? Would you recognize it as a Bond film or do you recognize it as its own entity? I think it's its own entity. I mean, it's uh, it, it's certainly in the universe of the bond franchise because i mean it is a 007 bond film but eon productions i mean that is the production company that shot every other james bond film right i mean that's i mean even still to present day so like these are it's it's a huge part of the franchise and without it kind of being you know directly linked to that is for me it's not a film but I do know that there was a lot of kind of legal disputes between the original kind of writers and people that were in charge of Thunderball 
that there was like lawsuits and they finally got to make the movie that they actually wanted to make initially would never say never again. It's kind of the way I've understood it. So it's kind of interesting in that respect too, but I would have to say that it's, it's definitely not Canon. What I'll say is it's dog shit. That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dogma. It's dog shit. Dog okay, shit. Um, Boothroyd, miles Algernon, or he doesn't have, one. I'm, you know, I'm going to just say Algernon. That's correct. Really? You are correct. You are on a bit of a roll here. You are four. These are, and, and for those listening, this is these eight. are all literally just complete guesses. Like I, it just sounds cool to me. And Algernon is a name that's like it's it's kind of a famous like book literary name, so it would make sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. You've climbed up to fifty percent, right? Yep. Goldfinger's twin brother was originally going to appear in which film? Goldeneye, Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, or The Man with the Golden Gun? I would have to say Man with the Golden Gun. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Incorrect. Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, and there goes our role. How many questions are there? I'm just curious. There's 110, but we're only going to do 50. Jesus Christ. I hope there's some more... (laughs) I'll be honest. You're losing me already. Like, like this is too much old films. I need some. Like, we need to talk about some new. Give, shit. give me some new stuff. Scroll down. Give me some new stuff. I'm just kind of curious to see if I can do it. Because this also, like, I'll be honest with you. A lot of the films, I'm not like these are like nuanced films. I okay, mean, here this one. This one's good. This one's good. In which films does James Bond suffer gunshot wounds? Doctor No okay. and Thunderball, Skyfall, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Thunderball and Skyfall or Skyfall and Casino Royale. This one's this one is definitely on the easier end. Just I'm thinking a little I'm process thinking. of information or a process of elimination. I know Skyfall is definitely in there because he gets hit when he's in the crane on the train. Um, and he gets shot and he gets shot by money penny, right? <laughs> and launch into oblivion. Yeah. Agent down. Um <laughs> Agent down. It was hardly my best shot. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, Shut up, bitch. <laughs> you imagine? He oh, just goes man. off script. Shut up. I don't want to see you again. I don't care. <laughs> That's actually off. a pretty good Jake uh, impression there. I like Thanks. it. Thanks. Um, so Skyfall is definitely on there. Um, what, was, what was the answers with Skyfall in them? I know so, Skyfall and, and one of them was Casino and then Skyfall and Thunderball, I think. Yeah, and then Skyfall and On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I fell asleep during On Her Majesty, so I, I don't know. But I know he gets shot up at the end when he kills, when they, when, when, you know, Spectre kills his wife, but I don't think he gets hit because he's like holding her and stuff. So I don't think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to say, because I don't remember him getting shot in Casino, I'm going to have to say Skyfall and Thunderball. That's correct. Okay. All right. That Process of elimination. Okay. Look right. at us go here. Process of elimination, baby. We're doing what we need to do. Yeah. This this next question is an interesting one. So you are five for 10. You are still at 50% here. Or okay. you are back to 50%, I should say. So this is an interesting one. The credits of which film features a disclaimer warning against the harmful effects of smoking? Do you know this one, Lorenzo? I don't. I don't. This is an easy, I think this is an easy one. License to Kill, Golden Eye, Die Another Day, or Skyfall. I think it's probably going to be License to Kill. 
license goes for yeah it. yeah it's a more modern film but it's not i mean I, there wasn't anything like that in in the other ones so okay cool if they had done that with a brazen film i would have thought it would have been um yeah tomorrow never dies <laughs> yeah right? with the smoking yeah. of filthy head <clears throat> okay so okay this is an easy one timothy dalton was the blank actor to portray james bond in the official series second third fourth or fifth fourth little lob little, little lob here for you thank you softball question yeah there you go I, cr- I crushed that one right out right off the bat so we're good yeah you did seven for 12 let's Moving go up. okay Ooh, this is a good one whose voice and likeness were used for the video game goldeneye reloaded was it pierce brosnan sean bean timothy dalton or daniel craig Goldeneye Reloaded, not Goldeneye 64. I know that. I know that for sure. That's a good one. Lorenzo, do you know it? I don't. I don't. I've been, I have and a it's, guess, and it's and it's And it's funny, though, because I've been watching, like, YouTube video walkthroughs of, like, all the games. I don't know why, but sometimes <clears> at night I watch it. I'm going ha- to have to say DC. I'm going to go with Daniel Craig. You were correct. Daniel That's Craig. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Daniel Craig. Got to love guess. being under contract. <laughs> Gotta love not having a choice. <laughs> yeah, and, and there was the other one too, like like Bond Legends or something like that. And he was also in there. Yeah, yeah. fighting like old Bond villains. And I was like, this is weird. They're trying. Hopefully, the new one's good. And Ian Fleming's so. novel. What is the Moonraker? Satellite, nuclear missile, space shuttle, or a space station? In the novel, mm-hmm. I'm trying. Yeah, that's I'm trying the key there. Yeah, that's yeah, the key. that is key. The shuttle. Nuclear missile. Uh, nuclear wow. Missile. Okay. What'd that's you a tough one. Though? Look, man, I thought it was going to be All I remember from Moonraker is Jaws. Okay. So, like, that's that's kind of it. Yep. I think, I, I think I've seen half of that film, and I think I saw it like 15 years ago. So, it's, I'm trying, guys. At least I'm getting some. I right. didn't know it's it. good. I didn't know. Lorenzo was right. The key, the key to that question was in the novel. And you are talking to two people <laughs> who are wearing matching shirts. Who host a Bond podcast that don't know shit about the novels? So, so stop asking fucking novel questions. <laughs> All right, here. This is a good one. This might be. This is an easy one for Luke and Lorenzo. Potentially difficult for Ray. How many directors helmed at least one film for both Pierce and Daniel Craig? Ooh, I know. I think Ray's going to get this one. So they directed- my money's on my money's on Ray. Yeah, they directed a film for both of them, but how many directors had that privilege to direct Pierce and Daniel Craig? This could be a trick question. Can I get a hint as to the director's names? Because other than that, I'm literally shooting at a left field. He's like, like, no way. And I will explain why in a minute. I'm going to go with two. That's my answer. Okay, okay. And I could probably name them too. Well, I mean, didn't DC only have two directors for both for all four films that he's been in so far? I will give you a hint. Two would be wrong. Two is wrong. I'm going to go. Oh, no, no, no. It's three. Sorry. I forgot three. one. Three is I'm going to go wrong. with one. Three is wrong. One. The answer is one. Martin Campbell was the only one to direct for both Daniel Craig and Pierce Brosnan. Okay. All right. See, that's you know, like a trick question because like I was thinking of movies outside of Bond. No, 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 guy. Come on. This is a Bond freaking Game. Game. <clears throat> well, it was then. Casino Royale and Goldeneye. Oh, I knew that. I, just, said, I, I thought there was says, something outside of Bond that 
Pier- or sorry, yeah, Pierce had done with either like Mark Forrester or Sam Mendez. Right, right. But I couldn't put my thumb on it. Nope. Well, Ray, you got it. Nice work. All right. Cool. Thank you. Okay. New question for you. The name on Bond's business card in Quantum of Solace is R. Sterling. Which other film uses this alias? Goldfinger, Casino Royale, The Spy Who Loved Me, or Skyfall? R. Sterling. He hands the business card to the... Bonus question. What is the business? What's the name of the business? Universal Experts. I know that 100%. What were the options again, Luke? Goldfinger, Casino Royale, The Spy Who Loved Me, or Skyfall. Lorenzo, you know it? Mm. I don't remember seeing anything else. I'm going to say The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. And tell you one thing. It's not Casino Royale or Skyfall. Yeah. Spy Who Loved Me is correct. Hey. Look at this guy. Process of elimination. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I I haven't seen that film, actually. I haven't seen Spy Who Loved Me. So I don't remember seeing it in anyone. That's a good one. All right. Another easy one. Lorenzo and Luke, easy one. What brand of golf ball does James Bond use in Goldfinger? <laughs> Ping, Slashinger, Titleist, Penfold. This is a this is a heavily collectible item. Ray, are you a golf guy? I'm definitely not. So I'm trying to think. I, I know the brands, but I'm just. Ray, are you a watch guy? <laughs> yes. Don't get them started. Don't get them started. <laughs> we can go on. We don't have that can, kind of time. We can go into watches, and it ain't going to be about Luke Stag. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Wow. Hey, Bing hey, pong. <laughs> I can end this Zoom real fucking quick. <laughs> Cut this um, right I'm going to I'm gonna say title. If, if it's not that, then my thing is maybe Slasinger. Well, it, it was in the movie. Penfold Hearts. Penfold Hearts was Bonds and Slasinger was Goldfingers. Yep. Even though it's kind of funny, too, because Bond is wearing a Slasinger shirt. So Very it's true. Like, it's like, guys, Interesting. there's more brands out there, you know? Interesting. Mm. On to the next. Who's appeared in the most Bond films as M? Bernard Lee, Robert Brown, Judy Dench, or Rafe Fiennes? It's an easy one for all. We're testing Ray's um, yeah. memory right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely not Rafe Fiennes because he's only done like two. Mm-hmm. Um, Three, technically. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's right. Yeah, because he, he was at the very end of, of, of Skyfall and then Spectre. And now he's going to be in the No Time to Die. Um, Judy Dench? Bro. Really? <laughs> Bernard Lee. Bernard Lee. Okay. okay. All right. I'm just trying to think because, I mean, you know, I know she was in basically the entire. Uh, she was in seven films. Yeah. And Bernard Lee was in, as we said earlier, 11. Yep. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Jeez, I can't. Here's a slightly that. newer one for you. Okay. In which film is M kidnapped and held prisoner? Lorenzo knows it's right off the rip. World is not enough. Die another day. Quantum of Solace or Skyfall. They really help you with the, the multiple choice here. M is kidnapped and held prisoner and escapes in one of the most ridiculous ways. <laughs> My shirt, Luke. You wear the shit out of that shirt. Mm. I love that chest you're showing right now. I mean, it's it's... It's not Skyfall because Bond saves M in Skyfall. And she wasn't kidnapped. She was kidnapped by Bond. Yep. Um, what, were the other t- what were the other options? I'm sorry. World is not enough. Die another day. Or Quantum of Solace. M wasn't kidnapped in Quantum. Nope. I'm trying to remember Die Another Day. And 
I am starting to notice a trend though with M in the later films, how she's kind of always a damsel in distress all the time. What the hell's going on with that? I don't know, man. Uh, what were the two? Zion of the Dame. What was the other one? World is not enough. World is not enough. That's correct. Okay, that is correct. That's right. Nice I'm like dying of the day. That's Halle Berry. That's uh, that's uh, the the that was the last Brosnan film, right? Dying of the day. Yes, yes, yeah. and un- unfortunate for him. Which film featured the tagline? This is an easy one. This is like this is not only is this a tagline, but this is like one of the most iconic posters for a Bond film. Period. Which film? Which film? Which film featured the tagline, look up, look down, look out, here comes the biggest bond of all? Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, or Moonraker? I have this on a shirt. I can go get the shirt if you want. You trying to change? I see what you're doing here. No, but I have. What was the tagline again? Look up, look down, here comes the biggest. Here comes the biggest bond of all. By biggest, they are not saying fat. <laughs> or tall. <laughs> that doesn't narrow down for me either. Um, Sorry, Pierce. <laughs> right. It is an interesting tagline too, because it's like you don't. I have think I, I think I know this one. I should know this one. I have. A what were the options again? This one. Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, or Moonraker. I just picture like David listening to this on his walk, thinking like Jesus, fuck, <laughs> like. Come um, on. He's literally punching you in the face <laughs> through this episode. Right now. This you're gonna you're gonna have to cut out a lot of dead air. Um that's okay. Man, this is this is difficult for me. I can imagine David saying right now, he's like, Why the fuck are they talking about no time to die right now? Yeah, well this movie is literally to be like everybody else on the planet. Everybody else. <laughs> well, I, t- I told Lorenzo after this that we should we should do a recap of, of No Time to Die once I see it, probably two weeks after the movie comes out. So yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Thunderball. Boom! That's correct. That is the one. I was Very thinking. nice. It's, it's got a. It's got a rhyme to it. Yep. Yep. Like and uh, I. I think just for our ball. listeners' sake, let's just start. Let's just start quick answering these. Whether they're right or wrong, who fucking cares? You feel me? Yeah, that's fine. But you gotta give me some more relevant questions. I'm trying, man. He's like, which movie poster from 1966? I'm like, dude. I don't well, it's it's like a slideshow one. They're not just like all in front of my face. So I have oh, to okay. Well, that makes more sense. I'm like, why are we? You tell him rapid fire. You're gonna rapid fire me some questions. You gotta love the preparation here on Born Instruments. Oh, I'm fully prepared. I looked at multiple different <laughs> quizzes. This is a very good. There's a very. There's a guy who came one. late. Yeah. Ask me if I care. Wearing the same shirt as me. First, yeah, right. I showed up wearing this shirt. You got up and changed. <laughs> we're gonna okay, have here. to. Re- we have to re-record this episode, guys. Like, here, no, no, we're good. Be good. Trust me, editing, editing is. Uh, we don't re-record. Thing. We do it live. Damn it! Okay, In what year was Daniel Craig formally announced as the next Bond? Two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand six, or two thousand five? Oh my God! I just saw this on the, on the being James Bond. Uh, documentary um because the film came out in 2006 if memory serves me correct Boom, i need an answer i need an answer 2005 wrong 2004 god you're fucking awful which james bond <laughs> has not provided voice talent for a video game connery moore brosnan or daniel craig 
Sean Connery. Boom. Roasted. Yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> wrong. Roger Moore roasted you both. <laughs> Dude, I could, could you just picture him doing a doing a video game? We need Kyle Barbeau on here to do the impression. Uh, I'm not even going to touch it. Not even going to touch it. What's next? Oh, this is a good one because this is something I needed to make sure I knew when I came up with my name. How many films have shown the interior of James Bond's home? One, two, three, or none of them? One. The answer is going to change too, I'm assuming. It is actually two. Two. It's uh, what, what are they? It's, uh, Spectre's so- one. Spectre's one. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's we're actually fucking wrong. This quiz is wrong. It's three. Okay. It is three. But go ahead, Lorenzo. You can you'll name all you can name all three. I'll name the two that they have listed, and then I want to know which one's the one. See, Spectre is the one that they don't have listed. Oh, that's the problem. Okay. Gotcha. So it's three then, yeah, for sure. Try to name the other two. So the other one is Live and Let Die. That's right. And then but we do see Sean in his his apartment. Really? Yep. What movie? Doctor No. When he comes in and she's playing putt putt with his shirt on. That's his room. I thought that, that was like a his hotel. place. No, nope, oh, that is his place. That was, okay, well, I didn't know that. One. But is that yeah. count? It's not an apartment. That's a it's a hotel room, isn't it? it yeah, that's the what question I doesn't say apartment. It says his oh. home. Oh, oh, gotcha. oh yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Oh. Either way, I didn't know that. Alec Trevelyan is the head of which criminal organization? Smirsh. <laughs> Smirsh, <laughs> Spectre, Yanis, or Quantum? Smirsh used to be in the book. Yanis. Yanis. Yanis is correct. Yeah. Smirsh was the original kind of yeah. name before Spectre, Spectre right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. But... <laughs> See, how do I know things like it... that? And then like the other stuff, I'm just like. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way it hit the, hit the microphone. Smirsh. Like in, I can hear it in my ear. He's gonna be saying that to to himself for sure. Okay, so this is a question that I think Ray might have a better chance of getting over Lorenzo and I because it's a novel question, but it's also not as descript as you think. Okay, which right. continuation Bond novel was written to coincide with Ian Fleming's hundredth birthday? Devil May Care, Solo. Carte Blanche or Skyfall. So it's basically which one was written in memoriam to him turning a hundred. What was the first answer? Devil Skyfall? May Care. I don't know. I think it's Devil May Care, actually. That's correct. Skyfall's okay. not the novel. Damn it, Ray. Dude, I mean, again, you're asking me like as soon as there was novels in that question, you skip it. Like, let's move on. Okay, here, here's a, here's a here's an interesting one. Like some of these are interesting as hell. What is the only Bond film in which 007 is never shown driving a car, which is insane to me? You only live twice. The Spy Who Loved Me, License to Kill, or Goldeneye? I'm pretty sure. I know. Wait, what were what were the what were the answers again? You only live twice. The Spy Who Loved Me, License to Kill, or Goldeneye? And a Spy Who Loved Me. I'm going license to kill. You only live twice. Oh, he's seen yeah. riding in a car in that movie. Yes. He pilots a gyrocopter and rides in Aki's Toyota convertible, but never drives anything. 
What car did he drive in license to kill? I'm trying to remember that. Doesn't he have a Aston Martin V8 in license to kill? That's but didn't he drive daylights? Yeah, license to kill. Uh, but didn't he? But Lotus? didn't he drive a Jeep at the beginning opening sequence of that movie? No, he's holding on to it. That's not driving it. Oh, you know what? He was driving. Doesn't uh, he kill the driver? He drives a Jeep, like at the end. Or no, that's that's living daylights. What what the fuck does he drive in license? Oh, he drives the fucking truck. That's what he drives. He drives the big tanker. Uh, oh, that's you can't right. can't miss it. He's like this. He's like yeah, he's like twirling his arms around. <laughs> But like the, the the fucking trucks driving him. <laughs> okay, I remember that part. Yeah. I remember that part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oh, good one. In which film do we see James Bond funeral followed by his burial at sea? You only live twice. Goldeneye, Skyfall, or Casino Royale? Uh, it's definitely Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's one of the first two. I can't you remember, remember him which... getting killed and buried at sea in Goldeneye. No, whatever number two was. You only lived twice. That's correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Another old film. Oh, okay. Another good one. Which of the following henchmen has no lines of actual dialogue? Jaws. Odd job. Odd job. Red Grant or Whisper. Odd job. Very good work, my friend. That is correct. That was quick. That was good. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, all another good one. Anthony Hopkins turned down the role of a Bond villain for which film? Do you know this one off the top of your head by chance? Um, this we've assuming, talked about on the I'm, podcast. I'm assuming he turned down the role of Blofeld. License to Kill, Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, or Casino Royale? Oh, then no. Uh, maybe was it Tomorrow Never Dies? That's right. They asked yeah. him to play Elliot Carver and he turned Okay, it down. that would make sense. That would make sense. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Good job. Okay. James Bond does not encounter which of the following villains on a train? Red Grant, Nick Knack, Jaws, or Trevelyan? Trevelyan's on a train. Nick Knack. That's correct. Look at you go. And you're doing them quick, damn! Because they're they're more modern stuff that I can I can easily, you know, filter out. <laughs> I know, man. I'm trying here. I'm trying. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. What is James Bond father's first name? James oh, Andrew um, Ian, I know, or Peter. I know this. Andrew. That is correct. That's correct. In which AB, film? Maybe. Does M's personal bodyguard reveal that she is an enemy agent? Wait, what? That M's personal bodyguard is a, a few, uh, is an agent or uh, an enemy agent, or that M is an enemy agent? It reveals that M's personal bodyguard is actually an enemy agent. Quantum Souls. That's correct. Oh, is it what? Uh, Mitchell is his name. Mm-hmm. Mitchell. Yeah. See. I, I know things, okay? I know some stuff. I, I, Emphasis I on the sum. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, I think I'm doing pretty good. Boom roasted. <laughs> doing pretty Boom good. Boom roasted is that. Obsessed with the Bond community, so. Okay, here you go. Who is the We can change this to watches at any point. So no, we're not doing that. We've done one too many watch episodes, and we got another yeah. one on the horizon. 
Yeah. Who is the who? oldest? We have a mini series on the horizon. Yeah. Who, who is the oldest actor to have portrayed 007? The youngest or oldest? The oldest. Sean Connery? No, it's got to be Roger Moore. Renzo. Roger Moore. Okay. They were like painting his hair on in a view to kill. <laughs> well, never say one. never again. It was like, I mean, Sean Connery looks pretty rough in that film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? I said, never say never again. We don't fucking count that here. <laughs> oh, look at that shit. <laughs> Which 80s action star had a cameo role in a view to a kill? What was that? I'm sorry. Which 80s action star had a cameo role in a view to a kill? Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, Mel Gibson, or Jackie Chan? Dolph I wish it was. I wish it was Jackie Chan. That would have been awesome. Dolph Lundgren. That would have been. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been epically funny. Oh my god. Okay. Before Skyfall, which Bond film was the highest grossing of the series when adjusted for inflation? Thunderball. Royale, Gun, Gold Ooh, Ooh, Jesus he, Christ, threw me off. And I'm, I'm a little fire in the rain today. Thunderball <laughs> is correct. Yeah, what's up? I know it's what's, what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up, ma? What's up, ma? Didn't even okay. need to let you. I, I, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> when I'm ready. Kanye. But Thunderball had the highest grossing <laughs> Thunderball had the best music video of all time. Which Bond film did Timothy Dalton deem Oscar worthy? This is interesting. Living Daylights, License to Kill, Casino Royale, or Skyfall? I'll give you a hint. It wasn't Casino Royale. Skyfall. Oh, okay. Which it did win an Oscar. I mean, Casino Royale was also, I think, Oscar worthy. That's a really great film. I agree. I'd say even maybe even more so than Skyfall. Yeah, I I I, I think so. I know so a lot of people like I think a lot of people like Skyfall better, but I think Casino kind of set the tone and for me it's probably Craig's best work, I think. What's your least favorite Craig film? It's a toss up between Spectre and Quantum, but I love both of those films. So it's not really like it's not really like I hate one or the other more. I think I think Spectre just took too long to kind of get to the big kind of actiony parts. There's a lot of like dead space uh, in between. It's sluggish. That's how I describe yeah, it. Yeah, it has it has hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold, um, which is okay. I mean, it's it's fine. But it was a natural character arc for him and and the series. And then Quantum, I love that film because I know how much how much people don't like that film, and when you watch it. Like for me, whenever I watch Quantum, I always watch Casino first, and then I watch Quantum like literally right after, because for me it's like it's you have to. I mean, it's just such a great continuation of the two, or of of, of Casino. I think Quantum's like super underappreciated. Like for for all the faults that there are in that film, the reality is is that they basically wrote that film themselves. Yeah. <laughs> there, mean, there was, they got one uh-huh. draft from, from a writer and then it was, they went on strike. They went on strike and they put it together. I mean, kudos to them for like sticking to it. They could easily just fold it up and said, you know what? We'll, we'll Which wait is this their, out. Seems to be their probably <clears throat> preferred choice. All right. I got a couple easier ones to, okay. to wrap this, this segment of the episode up. What kind of car does James Bond drive in Moonraker? A BMW, Cadillac, Aston Martin, or none? We can eliminate none is not an answer from a previous question. BMW, Cadillac, Aston Martin, or none? Cadillac? I don't know. That seems like a weird left ball answer 
because he's not a BMW, I don't think, because that's not until Pierce. It's Aston would be too easy. I'm going to say Cadillac. Apparently, it's none. (laughs) (laughs) We can eliminate none as an answer, but... Oh my like, god! I like totally set you off. <laughs> okay, what is Jaws's only line in the Bond movies? Is it "What's your hurry? Time to die now." <laughs> so long, Mister Bond, or well, here's to us. I know. This. So long, Mister Bond. Nope. Well, here's here's to, to us. us in mm-hmm. Lorenzo Moonraker. Yeah, they trust him. Him and his tiny little girlfriend. What bikini-clad seashell hunter does Bond meet and Doctor No? I'm not even going to give you the names. I know this one. Um, what is her name? Ah, uh. Tatiana Romanova, Madeline Swan, Kissy Suzuki, or Honey Rider. Honey Rider. I'm sorry. It was the delivery on that one. Yeah. <laughs> or... No, but I know I know the name. But I was I was trying to think of her her name versus. Domino, which is the other one that's like, mm-hmm. yeah. These questions I think are a little better. How does Bond test his magnetic wristwatch in Live and Let Die? How does he test the watch? Does he deflect a bullet, steal, pulls cues, a wrench to it, dangle from an airplane, or does he unzip a dress? I thought he was with a wrench. Oh, so, test it, test it. First right? of all, mm-hmm. first of all, it's there is two answers to this, but the actual first one is a spoon, a teaspoon. That's what I'm thinking thing. of. That's, that's what right. I'm the thinking of. The second thing he does in that's the same... How, but that's how Q dress shows him how to use it. Isn't it with the dress? He does, when he first uses it, it, uses it it's the dress. Okay. Oh, that's right. Q turns it on and he's holding the tea with the, the spoon. spoon. Yeah. And then he does the dress. Okay, that's right. But I remembered yeah. both. So. All right. We're, we're like 25% right. In Quantum of Solace, Bond insists on using the following cover. Teachers on sabbatical who can't stand each other, <laughs> can 100%. only afford one room, just got married, or just won the lottery. I love this one. This is actually one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. What were the options again? Teachers on sabbatical who just won the lottery, can't stand each other, can only afford one room, or just got married. Just won the lottery, I think. What kind of vehicle is issued to 007? Jesus. Skipping that one. How does Goldfinger kill Jill Masterson? Drown her in a waterbed? <laughs> Doesn't he dip her in gold? Yeah. Okay. Drowns yeah. <laughs> yeah. so her in a water. And then, and then we saw the movie trope come back in, in uh, Quantum. Yeah, when, it, when she's covered in oil. Yep. Strawberry Fields. Let's see here. What body part is Dr. No missing? Nose, legs, eyes, hands. Dr. No. Hands. This video, I promise, this episode will be a lot better after I edit it. Just bear with me here. Lorenzo's about to fall back asleep. Ooh. What is the motto? Of the Bond family's coat of arms. The world is not enough. Orbis non sufficient. I don't know how to pronounce it in Latin, but that's a good Damn. one, dude. Like, like that, that, that's a big Damn. one. I don't think a casual person would know that. No. Hey, the only reason why I know that is because I've considered getting it tattooed. 
Nice. I think that that would be a sweet tattoo. Just the, just the wording, I think would be really sweet. How does Bond escape the crocodile trap in Live and Let Die? Do you remember this, Lorenzo? Yep. Wrestles a crocodile with his bare hands. <laughs> Feeds crocodiles explosives. Uses crocodiles as stepping stones. I think attracts... it's that one. I think it's that one. Isn't it that one? It is that one. Okay, that that's one, what I yeah. thought I remember. It's like, doesn't he jump on them? Yep. It's a really funny scene to watch. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. What event does Bond track Dominic Green to in Quantum of Solace? Is it a it's ballet? Opera. Opera. That's correct. Jesus fuck. Right? What does MI6 have installed in the floor of the Russian consulate in From Russia with Love? One of my favorite freaking movies, man. Favorite freaking scenes. Do you remember the that? answer to this, Lorenzo? What was this? I'm sorry. I think so. What does MI6 have installed in the floor of the Russian consulate in From Russia with Love? Is it a camera, electrified car? It's a uh, periscope. That's correct. What deadly weapon does so Ajab wear in Goldfinger? His hat. Steel-lined hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is another good one. What is Christmas Jones's profession in the world Isn't is she not enough? Archaeologist? Nope. Nuclear? physicist oh that's right okay that's emphasis right. on the fact that it's freaking denise richards playing a nuclear <laughs> physicist oh, that's Tom funny Side, sidebar on this one uh cassandra's watching uh i don't know what the hell it's called but denise richards in it it's like a like a you know one of those uh oh, Real, Housewives, like Real Housewives Beverly Hills or whatever. Yeah, she's been watching that. That's her girl trash. And I all thought you were gonna say she was stuff. watching. I thought you were gonna say she's watching wild things. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> oh man. Let's try this again. What was the original title of License to Kill? Ray. <laughs> license revoked. <laughs> yeah, license revoked. Okay. <laughs> What was the first Bond film not based on a book? The Man with the Golden Gun, Tomorrow Never Dies, A Living Daylights, The Spy Who Loved Me. Lorenzo? Spy Who Loved Me? Lorenzo? Uh, what was the answers? Or yeah, what were the answers you gave? Man with the Golden Gun, Tomorrow Never Dies, The Living Daylights, or The Spy Who Loved Me? Because The Living Daylights you said, was... You said, you said story, not... not what, yeah, Living Daylights is a, short, is a short story. It's not a novel, right? Yeah, well, it's saying what was the first Bond film not based on a book? Not based on a book. Spy Who Loved Me? That's right. It is a Spy okay. Who Loved Me. Because right. I, I, thought, thought I thought the Tomorrow Never Dies was the newer generation of books. Yeah. How much does Scaramanga charge for the hit, for a hit in The Man with the Golden Gun? Do you know this one, Lorenzo? Who is the original hit? No, no, no. no. How, How much, much does he does charge? He charge oh, $1 million. Dollars. Correct. Million dollar I, I didn't. I didn't know that. What alias does Bond use Inspector? Trick mm. question. Ooh, I know. This I can't. One. I can't read them off. Yeah, I know which one this. Mickey Mouse. That's yes. Nice work, Marty. Nice. It's so popolino. I don't know how he says it, but he says it so funny. What vehicle does Bond steal in Goldeneye to pursue Oromov through the streets of Saint Petersburg? Soviet. Oh tank. yeah. Hell yeah. That was an awesome scene, by the way. I, I love that scene. It's uh -huh. so ridiculous, but it's so good. Oh, yeah. What is the name of the vehicle Q uses? Excuse me. What is the vehicle Q issues to 007? And you only live twice. Little Timmy, <laughs> little Joe, little Debbie, or little Nelly? Little Joe? Ah, 
little Nelly, Nelly. baby. Little oh. Nelly. Yeah, I don't know. Little Joe. I like little Debbie. <laughs> little Debbie. Little Debbie. <laughs> good. What souvenir does 007 bring Money Penny and the world is not enough? Engagement ring, tulip, chocolates, or a cigar? Tulip? It's a Romeo and Julieta cigar. Oh, guys. Nice. Right. He yeah. said, I thought she'd enjoy one of these. Mm. And she says, I know where to put that. And Ooh. throws it in the trash can. Mm. What do the North store Korean... of our relationship, Money Penny? Close, yeah. but no cigar. Never again. What did the North Koreans torture Bond with and die another day? Scorpions, wasps, Scorp- snakes, rats. Scorpions. Okay, here you go. Who was Bond's temporary guardian after his parents died? Max Zorin, Sir Godfrey Tibbet, Sir. Hilary Bray or Hans Oberhauser? That one, Hans Oberhausen. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good. I like this one. <laughs> From which rental station does Q issue Bond's car in Tomorrow Never Dies? Hertz, Blizzard, Avis, or Enterprise? This it's Hertz, I think, right? Avis, baby. Avis, you got to remember <laughs> the red coat. The, the red, red coat. coat. Oh my gosh, that's right, that's right. And they're bringing it back. They're bringing it yep. back for uh, yep. for uh, yeah. People are I like, forgot. oh, is it? It's gonna be his kid. You never know. That wouldn't make any sense. <clears throat> what was the original title of Tomorrow Never Dies? Tomorrow Never Knows. Tomorrow Never Comes. Tomorrow Never Lies. Tomorrow Never Sleeps. Tomorrow Never Sleeps. Tomorrow Never Lies. That's right. That's right. What device? Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to add some juice to this because we just sit here and answer questions. People listening are going to be like, yeah, but I'm going to chop the shit out of this. It's just going to be a quick episode. It's going to be like, it's going to be like right after we answer a question, at least going to already be reading the next one. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no commentary, nothing. <laughs> so, all right. So that's, we'll, we'll uh, be done with the questions for now. So you want to uh, discuss the upcoming release? Real quick, and we can kind of throw this in. I would like to get oh, Ray's perspective on this. Yeah, I really I mean, would. I think that's going to be a cool way to look at it. Someone who's knows about it, but just not obsessing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it. I mean, for me, it's like I won't even be able to see the film until a couple of weeks after it comes out. Unfortunately, not because I couldn't go see it on the on the seventh or the eighth or whatever whatever day it is, but. You know, I want to see it with my wife. She's working. I want friends to go. And it's just the only way I'm going to be able to do it. It's probably the week after, if not the week after that. So we'll see. I'm excited to see it, though, regardless. I, I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be fantastic. I feel it. I feel like everything I did too. that I've been seeing kind of snippets, commercials, all of the interaction, like all the stuff that I've that I've really been seeing, especially after watching the the apple uh documentary about daniel craig that is when i was really like this film has to be that good yeah and i really i really believe that it is i mean this is dc swan song right like this is the end of the road it's the end of an era and i'm really curious to see how this is going to play out but i think I think that this is going to be both the blending of classic Bond nostalgia 
all the things that we grew up, all those kind of classic tropes that were introduced to us early on in the, you know, the first few films that came out all the way up into present day, but really bringing it full circle with kind of modern sensibilities. And I think, I think you're going to, you're going to appeal to new audience members, but you're also going to really appeal to the classic Bond fans who've been watching the franchise for what's almost going to be 60 years now. Right. So the question I want to ask you is as a, I mean, you're definitely a Bond fan. So as, as you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody in this community has a different idea of what they would like to see, but as, as a more of a casual Bond fan, what would make this movie good for you? What would you like to see included? What would you not want to see? For me, I really want to see Bond as the adventurer again. You know, we had so many tropes over the years where he's skiing or he's diving or he's doing like all these things. And I think we're going to get some of that in Jamaica when he's kind of like, there's a scene where he's like spearfishing or, or we see him coming back from spearfishing, right? So like this idea that Bond is still in many ways, the man's man able to be self-sustainable you know, he doesn't need anything but his his own abilities to 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 live. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really, really cool. And I and I hope, you know, we see some more of his like gadgets come into play. Like I would, you know, for me as a watch enthusiast, I would really love for him to do a spear fishing scene where he dives and sets his bezel on on the no time to die semester to me that would be the coolest thing ever. Like do a, do a free dive, set it, go down there for a minute or two and, and catch these fish and come back. That would be so awesome. And we know he uses it to like either unlock a door or something in the film because we see it in the trailers and everything like that. But to see kind of those things incorporated into that idea that this is still a tool for him, regardless if he's on mission or not, would be really cool. Um, I really hope that they're able to integrate these female characters in really well into, into the movie. Um, the whole idea of this Lashana Lynch being, you know, Nomi, and she's now the new 007. I'm really curious to see how that's going to play out without kind of diluting the franchise in, in, in what it means to be 007, right? Like we know it's a title. We know Daniel Craig is no longer 007 because he's you know retired and moved on from MI6, but I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. You know, I really want it to be really good. And I was a little thrown back that, you know, they made that little trailer like, oh, now we have, you know, strong female leads. I'm like, we've always had strong female characters and leads in in the Bond franchise. Like, this is nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, so I I hope, you know, in many ways that they that they continue that without trying to overemphasize it, because, I mean, they already look badass. You know what I mean? Yeah, so- I, I agree with that because for me, we talked to somebody on this podcast before about that. And I mean, there's always going to be tropes with everything. But sure. as far as the as far as the female leads go, you know, obviously Bond is a notorious womanizer, but all the lead actresses in the films alongside him, they're always in some sense sense of the way kind of like his match all the way from Dr. No to, you know what I mean? They, they always yeah. play alongside him well they don't you know even someone like i don't know why i just keep thinking of like tatiana romanova or 
you know, even, even like, okay, even as far as Christmas Jones, like that's kind of a joke of a character in a sense, just because, you know, you've got like the it girl of the time playing a nuclear physicist where, you you know, you could obviously have somebody more like Halle Berry playing that would be more believable, but even she is as a character is kind of on to the fact that Bond's not who he says he is. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, well, and, and know, she, I mean, if you go back and watch the film, she herself is an agent, right? She's a, she, isn't she a CIA operative or something like that? Oh, um, Halle Berry. Yeah. Jinx, yeah, I mean, she, yeah. 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 When she infiltrates the, you know, the, the, uh, was it the, the Cuban, you know, hospital where they're, you know, trying to fix the, the guy with the diamonds on his face. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're acne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Expensive acne, but yeah, she breaks in cause she's an agent, right? She also is undercover. But she's just as capable of fighting and everything, especially at the end of the movie, when she kicks that knife into what's her face's chest and just she's done. I mean, that was a very cool scene and a really cool way to die. You know, so let like, me ask you this one. Let me let me throw this curveball at you. Who do you think is going to be the next Bond? I oh, know. I know who's going to be the next Bond. I have. I know the answer. No, wait. Tell us, it's that John Jean Reggae, whatever the fuck guy, guaranteed. And I will tell you why exactly. I will tell you why because he was on that show Bridgerton, and everybody lost their damn minds over this show. He's he's younger, he's tall, dark, handsome looking dude. Okay, he's African American. That dude. Trust me. Listen to me. Because he's on this show. They start swirling his name around. Once this show comes out, they start swirling his name around, right? They're throwing it in there with, you know, everybody else, Henry Cavill, whatever. But he leaves the show. So this becomes like Netflix's most popular show of all time. And everybody's watching. Everyone's raving about it. No one has ever heard of this guy. He does this show and then does not come back from season two. And everyone's like enraged. He literally was at the Emmys two days ago for nominations for this show that he left after one season, but has to continue on without him. And I'm telling you, it's because they hired his ass. You know, uh, in look in looking at him, just doing a preliminary Google search. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it either, but it's, it's no a one saw it with Daniel Craig either. Yeah. It's a change. No, and, 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 and I get that. It's and I diverse. Get that. It's it checks off all the boss boxes. He's it's young, just for me, diverse for me, that show, if that's a representation of I, I, I don't see it. It's like when, when why is he said, holding his jacket? Like, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what like, I do see. I'll tell you what I do see. I see. I see this awesome fossil. He's rocking. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Look, it's the same. It's the same question when they said that Tom Hiddleston was going to do it. And they put this dude in a tuxedo and they photoshopped him. And I'm like, I. There's nothing that I look at when I see that guy and I'm just like, you know what? That's the guy. Right. And it has nothing to do with diversity or anything like that. I, I would love Idris Elba to be bomb, but I know he's mm-hmm. too old. Right. He just he's already Craig's age as it is. There's no way we could pump four films out of this dude. He'd be a geriatric before the seasons or the, the series is over. You could, <laughs> and, but not at eon speed. No, no I mean, it no, just no. it's just not going to happen. Right. So you need somebody that's going to have somewhat of a recognizable face if not you know an up-and-coming actor right somebody who's done and can be a leading person a leading man 
I just, that guy, although he was, you know, I, I never saw Bridgerton, but it's a very sexualized show mm-hmm. to me that doesn't showcase kind of the raw machismo, you know, under the cuff, under the radar kind of stealth that a Bond character would possess. When you look at, you know, kind of the qualifications that Craig had leading up to his choice, he was a completely out of the ball or out of left field choice. And that was echoed in the documentary that, that, that just got released, right? Like Barbara's like, I don't care who you want to put in front of me. My choice has always been Daniel Craig because he has that under the radar it factor that people see. And at first it doesn't make sense. But when you see it, you're like, that is it. You see all his early films, all his things. It's like there was a talent there that you couldn't quite put a put a finger on. But it, it was it was palatable. See, right? My argument to that would be, though, do you feel that every bond that's been casted has had that it factor? I, think I don't. So. I don't. I think so. Lorenzo? I think so. I think Timothy uh, Dalton missed the boat on that one. I just Roger Moore but, potentially too. I think Roger Moore definitely missed the boat. I think he was his own interpretation of Bond was fine for him. Uh, I'm not a fan of his style, but but you know, here but here's the, here's the aspect of that. Who are the most popular Bonds? Because all of those people have had it. Okay, Sean Connery, when he got recruited by Eon, he was basically a nobody, but he had raw acting talent. Okay, Roger Moore took the character in a very different direction, but that's why for many people, you know, Roger Moore really isn't as serious of a Bond, right? George Lazenby, we never really got to see his range because he only did one. T. Dalt was basically holding out, you know, holding out for the character for so long that, you know, when he finally got into the role, I think it just, everyone was just kind of like, Dude, we're tired of waiting on you. So are you doing this or not doing this kind of situation? And then Pierce, for so many people, he defined that role. But he also had that raw kind of acting talent, machismo subtlety about it that was very much similar to Sean Connery. But for me, the way that I've always classified, you know, Brosnan's style is he put Roger Moore and Sean Connery like together in terms of acting style in the films. And then you have somebody like Daniel Craig, who, again, is for many people, one of the best Bonds ever. Right. And he also has that kind of factor that is is hard to see. I just don't know if this guy looking at him to me, he's just a good looking guy. I don't see a burliness. I don't see this kind of like, you know. I'm not saying I see there. it. I'm just saying that's who it's going to be. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. say I, I agree with it, but I, I, again, I mean, it, it could make sense, you know, but does anybody really know besides, you know, MGM and, and the Brock? No, because family? the way they're making it sound, they've, they haven't even cast or, or screen tested a single person is the way they're yeah. making it sound. Yeah. But part of me doesn't believe that because I, I, I don't, I, think, I don't think you uh, can I think because Daniel I Craig, think, will be very heavy handed in the casting. For Absolutely. But see, that's also why I have good faith because didn't Pierce also have somewhat of a, of. I don't think so. Okay. I think he was okay. But I, I will say for me, if I had to pick a bond today, 
I would pick Henry Cavill over anybody. I think he's young enough. He's talented enough. He can certainly be a leading man. You know, for those who are like, well, he, he's Superman. I'm like, yeah, but that was ages ago, right? He See, already that had to me. To... The Superman thing means nothing to me. It, 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 just... It's never meant anything to me. It's like, yeah. Superman, okay, who cares? This dude is jacked. I just okay. don't think acting wise, he's as good as Daniel Craig. And I think Daniel Craig set a bar that's so high that I think they're going to well, need to continue on with it. And, and I agree. But I mean, when I, when I see him in man from uncle and I watch that film, I'm like, this guy is that bond. Like he certainly is somebody that I could see 100% in the role. And because of, there's a film that showcases his range in that way, you know, so I hope, and this is this is my thing. I just hope that whoever takes on the mantle for for the next role isn't just a. a, a this probably needs to be edited out, but I just hope it's not a diversity hire. You know, I want somebody to be in the role because they can do the job, not because that's what the modern audiences are dictating in terms of sensibilities and 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 feeling. This guy to me that you showcased to me would look like a diversity hire. And I don't disagree with that. And I just, you know, for me, I just don't want, I don't want the franchise to become that. And I, that's my biggest apprehension with, with, you know, Amazon taking over, you know, the, 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 the filming of this stuff. Yeah. That is what I'm scared of. Because they themselves as a corporation and the company are very, very woke-minded to a lot of things. So because they, but they don't have controlling interests, right? They just have. No, deal's, um, not even, deal's not even done yet. It's not going to be done until next year. Even but, still. I mean, it's, it, it's, I mean, it's on the way. I don't know. For me, it's just like, it, it really just comes down to, do you, are you young enough? Mm-hmm. Can you carry yourself? Can you handle the role? Are you man enough? <laughs> it, it really just, for me, at the end of the day, I just want someone that's committed to the character and that's going to make movies, you know, because everyone like freaked out when Daniel Craig was hired because he's blonde and, you know, he Which wasn't didn't really... make sense because Roger Moore was also like somewhat blonde. He had like reddish hair. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just using it as, as an example, just, yeah. People are always going to be apprehensive to things they're not familiar with. You know, it's going to be it's 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 like a shock. You know, you're you're changing something that you're you've gotten used to. So, I'm hoping with like how the Daniel Craig thing went down, whoever gets picked, if they are physically different or you know appearance wise, they're like quite different from anything we've ever seen. I hope people will keep an open mind and just remember all that matters is when the film comes out is the performance that's on screen mm-hmm. you know like that's that's all i'm here for i'm here for someone to play the character right and so yeah and, but again that's that's always i think that that's any true fans thing is like no just, because no because you get you get fans that are like he was written this way in the book or you know like he look i get it but at the end of the day bond is constantly evolving and if you just if you just stick with the same thing that's when you become, you know, irrelevant because you just completely, you're just copying yourself over and over again at some point. Well, I mean, what's fresh here. And again, you know, those who are literary purists in a lot of ways, I mean, let's, let's, let's face the facts. There's no more books. 
Okay. There's no more Fleming books. So if you want to stick to the old canon, there's only so many ways to rewrite those unless you decide to reshoot every single Bond film that has ever been based on a book, which we know is just not going to happen. Right. And I think the Craig series has done this really well, where it's taken a lot of tropes. It's taken a lot of characters, taken a lot of kind of adaptations of the classic storyline, but never really redid it in a way. Right. I mean, you had the introduction of Spectre, but it wasn't like, you know, you had Blofeld, but you didn't have all the other kind of supporting characters as part of Spectre. Like it was, it was very interesting how they incorporated this. And I think, you know, you, you can't just reshoot everything. And the, the, because there's no more books, there's no, there's no more way to base everything off the original story. You have to make adaptations and you have to change. And that's why there's now new books that have been coming out. There's somebody who's now licensed to continue the Bond franchise by writing new stories, right? I mean, all of that's important, but you know, to just base everything off the original stories, like you, you can never produce anything. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it's just at the it's end too of the limiting. day, you just you have to keep an open mind. And again, you're not going to love every single decision that Eon makes, you know? I know. I'm sure there's things people hate about some of the decisions they made already. Back to the watches. I know there's a lot of people that wish it was Rolex still. Still, I don't, but I know there's people that do. And I'm sitting, you know, and there's no... There's no guarantee that Omega will be the watch, you know, forever. But yeah. as of right now, with the position of things and how they are, I would say there's a good chance that, that it will stay the same. Mm-hmm. I don't see a reason yeah. to change it. But no, I don't either. Know. I don't either. Well, I can tell you one thing. Daniel Craig and the team working with Omega to completely design a watch for this film would never happen with Rolex. Absolutely not. One so, absolutely not. And, and, you know, again, I mean, Omega is a very dynamic brand, which is indicative of the dynamicism of the franchise, right? You have to have brands that are willing to invent things, create things. I mean, perfect, another perfect example, Aston Martin, right? Like that was when they designed the DB10 from the ground up as a concept car. For a movie and was never sold, you know, production. To me, that's impressive, mm-hmm. right? Like you built something that did not exist specifically for a Bond film. That is cool. Which is one of the reasons why it's my favorite car. It, exactly. Because it'll never be, I mean, it's like the Valhalla, right? Like that is a concept car that's going to appear in this film. That's not a commercial production it's like, vehicle. It's like the Orlebar Brown t-shirts. Like they went out of their way to just make a white t-shirt. Like unbelievable. <laughs> Un- so kind of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for making this $90 t-shirt for me. Yeah. And, and you went and bought you. it anyway. So Fuck I, yeah, I was in their, in their collection long before. Yeah. That was long sarcasm. Before. That was sarcasm. I Hashtag love sarcasm. Hashtag you and I look like we're going to a pajama party. Well, it. Ray, thanks for coming back on my friend. It was my pleasure. I hope it was a good one. It will be <laughs> everyone, good once it's To edited. everyone listening, I sincerely apologize for my lack of Bond knowledge at the beginning. So it'll be good once it's edited. It'll That's be fine. Weird. That's, you know. Legal work is magic. Just like any good film needs a little snip snip. 
and <laughs> talk talk <laughs> we'll need a little nip talk well thank yeah. you guys for listening once again i'm luke bond's apartment along with my co-host lorenzo omega bond watches and mr ray mendez we will see you guys next week you never know So close and be denied